You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Congrats, it's the weekend. You've almost made it. You just have to work this final day, and it's easy street into the weekend. Hopefully the weather's supposed to be nice here, Vicky. here locally. It's supposed no to change a little today. bit. Right, no children. Great thing. Kids have a four-day weekend. It is Friday, and with that, today we're going to be discussing Fast Passes, Disney's Fast Pass system. It's a ride reservation system for all of you that uh, don't already know, but we all do. And understanding how to use this fast pass system is important for all of us, especially if you want to experience lots of attractions or if you're unable to arrive at the park opening. So in the next 30 minutes, Vicki and I are going to kind of break it down and give you our past experiences and maybe some tips and tricks on utilizing your fast passes. Now, Vic, you know, there are two schools of thought. You have group A individuals that align their fast passes all in the morning. So they can go ahead and go to a kiosk and get more fast passes throughout the day and keep doing it as the day goes on. Correct. And you also have group B who doesn't schedule any fast passes in the morning because they get there soon enough or early enough to ride all the rides that potentially would will have longer wait times later on in the day that don't in the morning. Knock those all out and then ride those rides again or other rides in the park Correct. using their fast pass system. Real quick, I would say I am an individual in both categories. How about you? I, I'm more the B because we almost always go to rope drop at every uh, park except for Epcot. I don't know why. I think it's because remember that time that I had never been there so early that I texted you and said, the World Showcase is not open until 11 a.m. And you were like, uh, yeah, where you been? Right. And so I felt stupid. So, so obviously you didn't watch the Disney Channel with all the park no. times and stuff that that's on. That lady gets annoying after a while. She's got great tips. Uh, no, it's just a scrolling screen. Oh. You know, or just scrolls and gives you the information oh, of weather, park open, park closing, when the parades yes. are, fireworks also. But it, You don't watch it that? It just seemed weird to me. Yeah, we do watch that. It seemed weird to me Apparently that not. part of the park would not be open. And I do know that now Frozen is actually open. So we got done with our uh, fast passes that we did have and rode Soarin' and the kids had rode on Test Trek. And then we're like, oh, well, we'll just go hang out in the World Showcase. Yeah, it's 10 o'clock. No, you won't. So it's just weird. You have to be careful and make sure that you're on top of what's going on. The first thing I would suggest that you do as a family is sit down even longer than 30 days out. Just have a 
conversation at dinner or on on the weekend when you're hanging out at the on the couches or whatever. I don't know whatever family does, but our family loves to just sit on the couch and chill and talk about what the most important things are for you for each park. And sometimes it's not necessarily a ride. It might be um, an event like Frozen Sing Along or uh, Indiana Jones or Beauty and the Beast. Just get a feel for what they want so that you can make the trip as most magical as possible. And then talk about what you know is busy. For my family, we've been there enough times we know what is busy and what's not. But if you're not one of those people, you could ask us or you could uh, look online. They might be able to tell you what is the most popular rides, but you want to try to secure the ones that are mean the most to your child. You're the one, you're, like if your child is determined that they are riding in the teacups while you're there, make sure that you definitely get those things. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, or a teacup. No, no, I get it. A little, little, here's some, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you knowledge. here real quick. Okay. Real quick on you. Magic Kingdom alone, give you a heads up, listeners. About 53,000 people visit the Magic Kingdom on a daily basis. Sometimes that varies up to 75,000 individuals visiting the Magic Kingdom. There are about 225,000 fast pass spots for each ride. Oh. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. So, you know, when you're trying to get that reservation for that ride, uh, and there are 225,000 fast pass spots, when the average is about 53,000, how come we can't get the ride? I don't know. Think about that. Yeah, you should be able to. Uh, anyway, so you run into that all the time. We did say there are two schools of thought, uh, group A, group B. I'm in both. I would say when I'm with my family, definitely there at rope drop. Right. Uh, on some of the days. Some of the days we choose to sleep in. So even during our trip, our philosophy changes. Oh, so, it can. Right, definitely. Because you like the spontaneity. You've said well, it over and well, over. No, but I want to be I want to be scheduled, though. I want to have a plan for my rides and my, my meals. So not to But when I'm by myself, I can care less about having a plan. This is true. So I'm thinking back to what you just said. Do you think maybe they hold some of those out for those people that don't make their fast pass reservations? I have no idea. I, I'm just curious if maybe that's why. Looking at the data, though, you would think, why can't everyone just get on what they want to get on? They should be able to, if, based on what you're reading. Right. Um, if this data is factual and current, you can't believe everything you read on the Internet, but it, that's where it came from. Everything's true on the right. Internet. When I'm with my family, we get that rope drop. We see the show, right? Right. Um, we hightail it over to the rides like Burn Magic Kingdom, Seven Dwarfs. You know, you're going to hit up Splash Mountain, Seven Dwarfs, Peter Pan Flight. If you're at Disney Hollywood Studios, you're definitely hitting up Toy Story Mania. Or right? Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. If you're at Animal Kingdom, definitely going to hit up Pandora. Pandora. Uh, I'm going to hit up Mount Everest this next trip coming up. Or yeah, Expedition Everest coming up. I want somebody um, to video you on the Kilimanjaro Safaris. You know, so those are the type of the rides you, you want to hit if you get there right as soon as they open. Right. But if you do that, then that frees up the rest of the day, especially if you have a park hopper pass. I'm trying, I'm getting ahead of myself though. Right, right. Where you can actually have reservations at another park. So you can ride six tier one rides in one day if you do it right. And if it's not the busiest time of the year. Huh, right. Um, so when, did I say six tier one? I didn't mean six. You I mean, I meant two of each tier. That's yeah. right. That's what I meant to say. So which would which would equal up to six. Which would be nice. Which yeah, which I've done. You know, you can you can do that. I know you've done it. Right. right? So if you're with if I'm with my family, get that rope drop. I ride all those rides. Let's we'll, we'll take Magic Kingdom for example. Like I said, I get there as soon as it opens, and I'm repeating myself. Sorry. Uh, we'll head over to Fantasyland, Seven Dwarfs, Boosh, right off the bat. Right. Head over to Peter Pan's and Flight. Right. Boosh, get it on there. 
Small World, as lame as it is, I have to ride it for some reason. It's just Disney. It it's really walked. is. But later in the day, you're going to have an hour wait on that line or on the ride. Not so always, ride, but yes. Oh, for sure. Yes. So, <laughs> so get on it. Uh, and then head over to Splash Mountain. Right. I've, I've done it where in the morning before 10 o'clock, and I'm stretching it here, I've been on Haunted Mansion, People Mover, Seven Dwarfs, Peter Pan, Splash, uh, Small World, all before 10 o'clock when the people really start coming in. And then I was able to park hop to like Hollywood Studios and get on all those rides that I wanted to get on as well. Over there. Yeah. Right. With your family or without? That's that's without. Okay. So I did that without. And actually, that was with Colin. The year I just took Colin. Oh, okay. That was with just Colin. All right. Uh, so I was able to get on all that stuff. Utilizing the fast passes became paramount when I went to that second park. When the crowd level is higher. Right. Right. And you want to get on Toy Story Mania. Right? And you fast pass that one. You know what's incredible to me about that ride since you brought it up? That ride is still incredibly long and it has three tracks now. It still is. Agreed. And they opened the third track with park opening this last two times we were there. And it backed up so quick. So you definitely, you either want to get a fast pass or you want to be there when the rope drops. If you want to ride that. So everyone has the opportunity to get three fast passes. Yes. Which is good for three rides. And you only you can get one from one... Uh, like tier one rides uh, are going to be your most popular rides. Right. And then it just filters down from there. Now, once you run out of fast passes, because some people will say, you know what, I like to knock them out in the very beginning, and that's good and, good and fine. You can go ahead and hit up the kiosks and then sign up for another fast pass. But when you sign up for it, let's say you sign up for it at 7 o'clock. Well, it's not going to open up until like 8 o'clock, and that's when you can ride the ride. Right. Once you finish that, you can't even reserve another one till 9 o'clock, yep. that hour time period where it laps. And then when you sign up for another one at that point, you can't get on another ride for another hour, and that's when you get on. But you can do it. So you can get on a lot of rides if you use if you burn up your fast passes right away and then start going to the kiosks. Or, in my experiences, though, you can get on just as many rides if you get there at rope drop. Right. If you're an early bird, if not, the kiosks are for you. But if you're an early bird, do that. Get on as many rides as you can. Go take a nap. Go park hop somewhere or go back right. to that park and get on those tier one rides. Also, in my experiences, really, I'll be honest with you, after you get on those tier one rides and you've blown those two other fast passes on the lesser tiers, it almost behooves you, and maybe this is your experience too, Vicky, to have a fast pass for a, a different tiered ride. Because sometimes, in some cases... And I have found this to be more so than none lately. You're waiting longer when you're in the fast pass line, uh, like Soren. I waited longer in the fast pass line this last go around than I would have if I just got in the standby line. For real? Same, same thing for test track. Test track twice uh, had fast passes for that. But at the time of day that I had ridden it, now that's a tier one ride. Right. Okay, and I just said lesser tiers. I get that, and I said I said Soren. So I'm giving you bad examples here sometimes though it behooves you to use that fast pass because it also depends on what time of the day you're planning on riding that ride so you got to think about that and you've gone to the parks enough you kind of know that and what i'm saying is those rides late in the day later in the day when the park is not about to close but just within hours of closing my experiences have been those tier one rides especially over at epcot 
have been shorter lines. And so it really behooves you to have a fast pass for a tier one ride when you could have used it on something else. Gotcha. Or you fast pass, let's say, uh, oh, living with the land, right? Right. I have like, done that before. I've, I've done it too. We're all guilty of it. But you fast pass it and you start watching the people get on that don't have fast passes before you. And you're like, why do I have a fast pass? Right. So it's kind of useless sometimes to use those other tiered fast passes on that type of ride. Correct. Or like the three Caballeros, right? I mean, sometimes it's just useless. I don't know that I've ever, I don't think I've ever oh. done a fast pass for three Caballeros just because even the longest line was nothing like, you know, Expedition Everest or a Pandora, you know, because a lot of people forgot about that ride until that they put in that new animatronic and then all of a sudden... We talked about it, and I'm sure other people talked about it, and people were flooding that place. And actually, um, our friends that just got back, the ones that went for their 30th anniversary, I was laughing because they actually did read what uh, the document that I made up of things to do. And they said, oh, she said to go in the Mexican Pavilion. and Awesome. And so they rode the Three Caballeros. Or like, you know, I so didn't I, know I had wrote that. I mentioned Living with the Land or Three Caballeros, but also the Seas. Uh, with Nemo, and, Nemo friends. and friends. So we've all have been guilty of fast passing that ride because when you get down to it, you have to just waste a fast pass because it's there. I mean, you don't have to. I. You just so don't want to give it away for nothing, right. though. Well, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just don't, right? right? Sometimes I fast. I have that ride, but I don't go on it necessarily. So just some, some things to think about. Also, uh, time management with your fast passes. We have mentioned before, uh, talking with this podcast, you know, some, some people like to butt them all together as close as they can. You can, if you want to make it a little quicker, Disney will allow you to show up. It depends what kind of cast, it depends the cast member you have. You can definitely show up 10 minutes before the Fast Pass starts, okay? Uh, and on the flip side, the other end of it, 10 minutes later than when it, when it has expired. Because there is a 15-minute expiration time after they really expire right where it's like a grace, a grace period of 15 right. extra minutes that you can get on so don't worry about if you missed your deadline and your fast pass expired at one o'clock and it's 110 you still have technically five minutes to get there you can also go to your next fast pass 15 10 to 15 minutes sooner than when it's slotted to open up for you now some cast members 10 minutes you're fine They'll, they're going to let you through and i think the system itself actually chimes you through if you're 15 minutes ahead of schedule, right? Say you have fast pass at one o'clock. You're there at 12:45, and it's gonna say, "Oh, the cast members are like, oh, you're not. You're, you're gonna be ready at one." Some cast members will let you go right on in. So try it out. It does. It does depend on that. The other thing is, in the olden days, not the olden days, but not too long ago, probably five or six years now, if you um, had a fast pass for 10:45, but you couldn't get there and it, i'm not talking grace period i'm talking later in the day if you went up there as long as it was after the time that your fast pass was good they used to let you ride right but now they're being held our disney accountable disney's holding them accountable so if you show up 15 minutes sooner to every single fast pass think about this listeners that's an extra 45 minutes right that you gain i mean that's a lot inside the park if you think about it that's a lot of time when you have people that claim they can, they only get on three rides in one day. If, if you show up 15 minutes sooner, you're going to gain a lot of time back. I, do, I really don't understand how they only get on three rides. They must not get there when park opens for sure. That is always a good tip. So we've also talked about how you can go back in to the Fast Pass system. So make your reservations for as close as you can. And I would suggest that too. Uh, you know, when you're making your 
fast pass reservations, try to block them together as, as close as you can. So you can go back and get more fast passes. You can go back in and kind of modify the time, just like uh, Andrew was telling us, you know, you can modify those reservations so you're not charged, you modify it for the previous day, right? So you can do the exact same thing, and we've talked about this. Set a fast pass, we'll use the example for one o'clock, right? Uh, one o'clock for, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever ride, right? But then I also have, I want to make a fast pass for the Haunted Mansion, but it's showing me, uh, let's say, uh, 2.30, right? You can go back into that Haunted Mansion, keep that Seven Dwarfs at 1 o'clock, right. go back in Haunted Mansion, modify the time, it will bring up new times for you, and then you can modify that back at 2 o'clock and push it backwards. Right. So then you can go directly from Seven, Seven Dwarfs and walk right on over to Haunted Mansion, slide right on into that, right? and then show up 15 minutes sooner to your next fast pass and try to get that as close as you can. Right. And you can also modify the time on that as well because I've butt them all up together like that before. Show up sooner. You can really maximize your time there. Yeah, I, I do miss that where uh, a lot of times when you book things now, it's a little bit different than it used to be and you could make them like, I could have one from 10 to 11 and one from 11 to 12 and one from 12 to one, where now it doesn't want you so it needs to be 1205 or it needs right, to be right right so that is a little sad but after you've rode the ride like nick said just go back in and and change the time monitor it so what else do you use fast passes for besides rides right are you using for the fireworks or preferred I, I, parades we have done it and... one time for the parade but honestly um there was a family we were there early and they still tried to butt in front of us i mean we were in they were also in the Fast Pass, but we were there before them, and they're like, we have small children. I'm like, well, how do you know how many times I've been here? I mean, this could have been my only trip with my family, and then she's trying to make me feel bad that she has small children. And I was just, like, weirded out by that. So we've used them for that. We've used them for, um, I'm trying to think. I think we did Philhar Magic before, just because the line would sometimes get long. Uh, if you've not seen Mickey's really? Philhar Magic, okay. I totally... Yeah, there's been, like when it gets really, really hot, people line up because it's air conditioned. I think that's probably why. Um, I'm trying to think. We mostly do rides. That's all I've ever used them for. Because the shows you can typically get, I think we've done a Fast Pass for Beauty and the Beast before at, at uh, Hollywood Studios and Indiana Jones. But then we realized once we got in there, we don't need a Fast Pass. There's enough room if we get in line soon enough. And there's a good view wherever you sit. Right, right. I know what I was going to talk about. When you're staying at the resorts, you know, just to give our listeners a heads up, you know, when we book that vacation for you, you can book and we can do it for you. Matter of fact, the, the, the lady, the nice lady that we just booked her vacation this past week, we're going to go ahead and uh, with her MDE account, book some of these uh, reservations for her. I mean, you're going to sit down with her. Obviously, we're going to sit down with her and, and discuss how the fast pass system works and what are their needs and wants and, and plug those in. But you can do that up to 60 days in advance. And so what I suggest, you know, obviously we're going to meet, we're going to sit down way before then. Right. Already have that written out. We're going to have access to our account and go ahead and plug those in. But you're going to want to plug those in the day of when you can make it. So if you're on a five-day vacation and you hit that 60-day mark on the first day, reserve your fast passes for that day the following day and keep going and and so on you want to snag them as soon as you can do not wait do not say oh i have 60 days you know and then a week goes by and then you're like oh i can do it next week don't don't do that because other people are have their vacations too 
and they're booking you know their vacations and they're booking their fast pass reservations don't let anyone else get ahead of you especially if you're wanting those high rides that that have high uh occupancy is what i'm trying to say so like especially pandora you want to get those and i will tell you this is uh something you can learn from my mistake you don't necessarily need a fast pass for navi river you no, can get not there, at all. You can get so, there, rope drop, and wait about 20 minutes and ride that. You need the Fast Pass for Flight of Passage. My daughter's probably screaming at the uh, as she's listening to the show this time because that's what she found out the hard way. So we Fast Passed Navi River because there wasn't anything available for Flight of Passage. And we made them when they opened up for both rides. So... It was under the 60-day window, but it was when it first opened up. So Aaron and I and Colin, we went to Pandora the same month it opened. Gotcha. And so they, they, they opened up the Fast Pass system for them. So you had everyone that had their vacations in the same month booking at the exact same time. They sold out fast, right? Or they went quickly. Right. So the only thing left was Navi River. I took it. We ended up waiting well over two hours for Flight of Passage. Worth every second it. of it. Right, I'll even go down to the second because it took forever. So Colin did write it. I don't. I don't yeah, think I he did. That. Yeah, he wrote it. Uh, I don't think he was too keen on the ride. He, uh, he was kind of nervous, and even afterwards, it was one of those things where, uh, done, did it, check it off, not gonna go back on it. That was his mentality. <laughs> my bucket list. Right. Uh, but I did the exact same thing, right? And um, so I would suggest, yes, Animal Kingdom, definitely. That's hands down. That is, you don't even have to think about it. Flight of Passage, snag it. Well. And that's the thing. If you're at Epcot, there, you know, there's not a lot of new right there except for the Frozen. So if your daughter is diehard Elsa and Anna, you want to get that Fast Pass for Frozen. Because standing in that wait line, I, it's a nice ride, you guys, but it's not, it's worth, not worth it. It's three not. hours of waiting. Not that ride. So also, Soren is a huge one. And I know you like Soren too, Nick. And if you know you're going to want to do Soren and you're not going to get that rope drop, and even at rope drop sometimes, the line is super long. Nick, I don't know. We got there even extra magic hours one time, and there still was a 50-minute wait by the time you walk from the front of the park. Because security at Epcot at the front uh, kills me every time. And I know you need to do it, go to the front of the park, but I still like going in through the back. The only time I've ever seen Soren packed uh, at the end of the night and so I, I, I'll go to that ride near the end of the ride night when it's not that packed was when they released Soarin' Around the World. I was there for the midnight release, and it was just way too long. So I didn't get into that ride. I didn't have a fast pass for it, um, but I wasn't going to stand in that line. It was like a three-hour wait. But I typically would go on Soarin' near, near closing. I do remember also... Uh, Brad and Joey wanted to ride it another time, and it's not that Kaylee and I didn't care. It's just that they we weren't as pumped as they were about it. You know how you have your favorites. They went right before Illuminations, not long before it, and people are all trying to save their spot for Illuminations, so the line had died down. So they were able to ride it again and and get to be on it again. And th that ride is a big one, and Test Track is a big one too. So that's the thing. Sit with your family and decide really what things you want to do. And if you're only going to go to the park that particular park one day you need to talk about what is the most important because my family was nice and rode frozen for me um last year when it was first open but it was not that thrilling for them and so they're done and we've 
we're back to doing Soren. And so for some rides that are thrilling, you know, I've done this with Colin and the family before, double ride, the same ride in the same day. So get a fast pass for it later on in the day. But when you're trying to get on all those rides that when it's light traffic in the mornings, like Seven Dwarfs, yes. get on that. And sometimes when you get there early enough, you can ride that thing twice and only wait in the sometimes. line for about 15, 20 minutes yeah. and get back on it, right? And then I already have a fast pass for it later in the day. So I've ridden it three times in one day. So that's another reason why you'd want to fast pass maybe in the afternoon for those group B people, right, that we were talking about. Or later at night if you're going to go. Right. After you. That's a different experience. It really is. The whole um, getting there early in the morning I know is hard for a lot of people. But just try one. Even if it's just one day of your trip taking a, a break and giving yourself that emotional break. Because if it's new to you and you don't know the park like Nick and I do, like you know where the bathrooms are and you know where every food place is. And every little sidewalk. Right. It's just, it, it can be wearing on you, especially if you have a small child, because um, Colin's getting bigger now. My kids are both talking big. About, Go ahead. Talk about the night experiences. I'm sorry for no, interrupting you. Three awesome rides to ride at night. Uh, it's going to be Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Awesome at night. Probably one of my favorite rides to ride at night. Splash Mountain and Seven Dwarfs. Great rides to ride at night, by the way. I love riding Seven Dwarfs. At, but you know what else is fun? People Mover. At, at night, yes, at night, it's you're absolutely right. It's never boring to ride the people mover, really. So real quick, I also want to talk about when it comes to, you know, maybe you, do, you didn't get your ride that you wanted with the Fast Pass system. It's beyond the 60, you're within the 60 days, right? Or maybe the 30 days. Right. If you're not staying on resort, it's only 30 days out. It's when you can start making those reservations. You know, um, and this happens to me when I go on the spur of the moment and I'm still able to get on all the rides I, I get on. And you ask me all the time, how did you pull that off? It's because while I'm walking around in the park, I'm constantly hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. I also bring six battery back, backup batteries with me. I do. No, no joke. I believe you. Because I still have, a, I have the Note 3, which is ancient, but you can still pull the back off and put a battery in it. So I'll have six batteries with me. I'm constantly hitting refresh. Eventually, something does pop up, and I always get what I want because there's always a cancellation. People are canceling. That may have snagged True. that ride for that, you know, they're there at the parks maybe. They cancel it because their family's tired. They want to go back home right. or they left early or, you know, so yeah, you whatever just never it may know. be. You just never know. It, it, I mean, it's the same way for reservations as well. So keep checking. Yeah, reservations the same way. That's how I get to be our guest at last minute. <laughs> I keep hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. He loves that yeah, French I, dip. I, I do. I do. <laughs> and, and, the, and, the, and the children's grilled cheese, you know, I ain't going to lie. That thing's monstrous. Crack me up. So it probably must be on Texas toast. There are different ways for everybody. Right. When it comes to fast passes, like, you know, group but A and group B. We, we talked about it earlier in the beginning. And it's all about your needs. Exactly. But I would really encourage you to talk with your family. That is what makes, I think, the best experiences and the best memories for you is knowing what your family likes and what they really, really feel like they need to do. So that if something happens and you don't get to do it on that trip... Like Chrissy said, hopefully you'll get to go back again. You don't have to feel bad about it. Okay, so I didn't get to ride, like, you know, Splash Mountain's being refurbed right now. So you probably can't, you can't get a Fast Pass for or that. Or if it goes down. Say you have a Fast Pass. Right. It goes down. Disney's really good at emailing you and letting you know and giving you a message through the MDE app saying, hey, you can still ride that tier ride, tiered ride, and we're going to go ahead and give it to you. What would you like to ride? Correct. And so if it's Seven Dwarfs, you know, and it's preferred. So, I mean, if it's... If it's Seven Dwarfs and you've already been on it because you've already had that uh, Fast Pass already. Bonus for you. Uh, it is a bonus for you because that is a free Fast Pass on any ride. 
Yeah. It does not matter. That is the nice thing um, with Fast Passes, and I hope you don't have to have this happen to you, but if you get stuck on a ride or a ride would break down while you're in line or something, they're great about giving you a Fast Pass to any ride you want in that park. And I've done it as well where you talk to the cast member. They can't give you an exact time when that ride's going to open back up, and sometimes they can even give you an estimate. Right. But sometimes they'll just say this afternoon or tomorrow morning. But sometimes you have that cast member that knows what's going on with a particular ride, and they know how long it should take because let's let's say it's it's a, it's a daily occurrence or right. it's something that happens routinely. They can give you an actual time. This has happened to me. Uh, rode uh, Seven Dwarfs. Splash Mountain did go down, so I made a Fast Pass reservation, and it went down when we were on the train from main street heading over to frontierland oh bummer. so i got off on frontierland i got my message already saying it was down you can choose something else i went ahead and chose seven dwarfs again that day i wrote it so many times and uh i asked the cast member i'm like so when do you think this ride may be up and it was something he's like it's something simple i, w- I would say probably by one or two o'clock so what you do then is you hover around frontierland and you you know, kind of look out for when it's opening back up again. You just get right in. You get right in line and you got, you know, there's no line and you get on that ride. So that happens sometimes. And sometimes it's a blessing when a ride goes down, if it's going to be fixed that day. Yeah. Because you can get on an extra ride. Yep. That's an extra fast passage you didn't count on. You can also, uh, if you're willing to listen to the DVC spiel, oh, it's an hour or two or something. You get extra fast passes. That gives you some. They used to give you gift cards. Now they give you fast passes. Well, fast passes are pretty... So it's an hour-long cool. spiel, and you get, what, an extra three, three per, per person, per right? person, which is really neat. You can also, you know, you're not committed to that ride either. If, you, if Families, if you want to find something different, you can modify that time. Don't let that fast pass expire and lose out on a ride. Right. So if you know you're not going to get on it or you're not too keen on that ride, maybe everyone in your party isn't except for you and you're outvoted, don't let it expire. Modify it to something else. You're not tied down to that ride at that time. You could modify everything. A lot of people think that, they, that they're that they tied down to it. You know, a lot of um, Disney newbies that, that go, and they're like, well, they, you know, basically have a hard time understanding the Fast Pass system, let alone, you know, navigating the parks and things like that. They, they often feel like they're tied to it and they're tethered, and you're really, you're truly not. You have options. That's true. So Very, very true. So hopefully this helped out a little bit. I mean, I know a lot of the stuff, we probably didn't tell you anything new. We just wanted to share some of our experiences that we, we have had with the Fast Passes and the Fast Pass system. And we are here for you. you just, I mean, if you have questions, that's what we're here for. Texas. We, we love helping people plan their trips. I know that sounds goofy, uh, but it really is fun to watch the joy on everybody's face, whether it's your family member or not, to see how excited people get to when they get to experience it. It was so cool the other night. Uh, with that young with lady, that, yeah, yeah, with that young lady, where uh, you could see, um, even though she was pressed for time that evening, right? She, it was it was cool to see that smile on her face when she was finally booking the trip. You know, right? She'd when, been talking when about we hit it. that button, you know, and it's booked, and she's like, "Oh, I'm going." You know, like one of those deals where you know, right? In the end, the fact that it was cheaper than she had anticipated mm-hmm. was a nice bonus for her. Yep. Yep, and there's always ways to make it even cheaper, too, you know, if, if you want to. Right, So we Absolutely. have a lot of tri- tips and tricks that we are even talking about with her, you know, like, yeah. hey, you could really do this and that and, right, and exactly. make it even better. 
and uh, she was all ears, you know, yeah. and, and so it's great to talk no about stuff. Intended. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to talk about stuff like that because we do get all excited. Right. Because we love doing it. We, we have a lot of passion for it. Yeah, we know? sure do. So go ahead and shoot us a text, 407-674-0414, if you want to weigh in on the FastPass system. Thanks again for listening to the number one podcast. That's us, that is, the Mousecapades Podcast. You can always shoot us uh, an email as well if you have a question or a comment want to be on the show. You can go ahead and, and email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Next up, Vicki, what are we talking about? We're talking about basically just some things that we would want you to do, the listeners, when you go to the Magic Kingdom, Disney World or Disneyland, uh, before you kick the bucket, right? <laughs> That's always a nice episode. <laughs> no, just those, those things that we all forget about, not necessarily missed right. you know, or overlooked, you know they're there. You just maybe don't have time for it, or you just don't have the right size of party right. to go and do these things, or it might be too expensive. Just the little things that make your experience at the happiest place on earth just that much more magical. Correct. Sometimes you just need to st- take a step back and do those things that you pass by all the time. Right. And so uh, right by. I've kind of been joking, saying, hey, things you need to do before you before you die <laughs> you know because there's a lot of stuff that i go to the magic kingdom that i mean you know up until recently that i would just keep passing by i know it's there but i'm like i don't have time for this i don't have time right. for that right. i want a fast track for this <sighs> step back take a breather try it out you know for sure it'll make you happy so thanks again hey i think it's about that time bigster peace and love have, have a, magical a magical day, day my friends, friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.